So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Could AEW be moving over to Warner Brothers Discovery's HBO Max, Max platform, plus news about a big name AEW for WWE? What is the future for Jade Cargill. Want to hear from you guys? Get into the comments below. Sound off. I'm Kev Callum here. I got to adjust my camera. Look at that. I'm already trying to make this work. <laughs> I guys doing? I love that that happens right as I go live. How are you? Let's sound off. I want to hear from you guys. Big news on today's episode of Sports Keto Wrestling. News. News that will leave a bruise. News that you could use get into the comments below. I want to sound off on this and all these big developing stories. Want to hear from you. Jade Cargill is all WWE. You see what I did there? So clever. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about, uh, we'll get you into the discussion. I want to know from you guys uh, who are with us uh, on demand live, whatever, who do you think is the next to jump from AEW to WWE or from WWE to AEW? Because uh, we just had those releases and stuff like that. I would love to hear your take. Uh, you guys do the show with me. It's not just me doing the show at you. It's us talking together. Go ahead and share the link. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, don't So you don't sink in the comments below. Let's get into the big leadoff story of the day. This one's certainly uh, an entertaining one that got a lot of attention. Uh, this is a different WWE right now. This is a WWE that just acquired a big name. The first official... Big acquisition for them under the Endeavor era is uh, this uh, certainly stunning lady right over there. That is Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill, obviously, it's been well known that she is exiting AEW for WWE. A very lucrative deal, a multi-year deal, so that'll put her in there. Uh, she was offered a deal from WWE and tried out for them in 2019, but turned it down. Then signed with AEW and had not read, made a wrestling debut yet. She was simply just that striking and caught so many people's attention. She has that "quote unquote" it factor. Obviously, you know, uh, you turn, you make the, you pass the airport test. They call it the old airport test in wrestling, and yeah, you, you go into an airport and people turn their head and they look and they see a yeah, Jay Cargill does that. Uh, she has a lot of different things here. You had Triple H congratulate her on social media that she was coming to the company. You had WWE officially do videos and social media with her today. It was a whole rollout on their social media platforms. And uh, they put up pictures of her training the ring at the Performance Center. She did the BMF walk in the parking lot. You know, all that stuff. Uh, obviously, her going all WWE is going to sting a bit if you're AEW. This is a loss for AEW. That isn't me trying to do any tribalism speak. This was a, a superstar that they created, not from the ground up, but relatively from it. Obviously, she had a lot of uh, talent here. She's still very new to pro wrestling, uh, but only lost twice in AEW to the same person. They invested a lot of time and a lot of effort into her, and a lot of people got fed to the Jade Cargo crushing machine. Uh, and she continued to be a very dominant figure. She was their Goldberg, if you will. 
Uh, so her coming to WWE under these circumstances is wild. And the, the things that she had to say about it today, uh, she did the Wrestling Ringer podcast and had a lot to say about this. And she was quite vocal and quite honest about the whole thing. And it was certainly interesting. She basically called it a no-brainer. A no-brainer. Uh, and that is, uh, you know, she said this is all built to it. This is the grandest stage in the business. Anyone in wrestling wants to do this. Uh, yeah, so uh, certainly, I know, I, I'm not, like, I, every time I read this, I'm just thinking, like, you're an AEW. You just got to be like, this This has to sting. But in WWE, you got to know that you have a real superstar. She said, it feels great. I feel like I was just in preparation for the grand stage. I felt like this was always the mission. I felt like, you know, the shoe fit. I felt like this was going to happen. Honestly, this is all expected. So I'm excited to be here. She uh, goes on. Uh, that uh, about the difficulty of trying to uh, you know decide a, leaving AEW for WWE. I want to create a legacy. I want to be in the Hall of Fame. I want to wrestle with the best women in the world. I mean, there is no grander stage than this. There's no grander stage than this stage. The opportunities are endless for this company. It's a no-brainer. It was very welcoming. I didn't have any second thoughts about it at all. It was just an easy choice. It wasn't easy, but it was easy. Uh, so obviously she's certainly appreciative. I mean, she went out uh, and did the right thing, did business by Chris Stadlander, losing on Rampage in her last match, coming back just to lose so that there was no loose ends on her. You know, she dropped that TBS Women's Championship back in May. Out of nowhere, Chris Stadlander comes from injury. Uh, Jake Cargill at the end of a pay-per-view match already says, yeah, I'll have another match with you. And in a flash loses her entire, her entire streak is over with makes you think at that point was Jake Cargill already looking out the window with, uh, AEW and all elite wrestling. Now, uh, WWE just securing that massive merger, $9.4 billion in worth a $21 billion combined, uh, effort with UFC under the TKO banner that Endeavor runs. They did some releases. They did do a big TV deal, but this is a big acquisition. This is Endeavor and their management with WWE, with the people who are there, with Triple H, saying, "Who do we want from the competition, and what are we gonna what are we gonna do in this race for talent?" Uh, let me hear from you guys here. Uh, other people saying, uh, "Who's gonna jump?" I wanted to ask you guys that. I want to ask that question. Who's next to make the big jump between WWE and AEW? And some interesting names that you guys throw out here. I'll get these on screen here in just a second. Um, Steve Sir saying, Jade should show up after Becky and Tiffany at No Mercy. I don't know if she's going to NXT. Now, if she went to NXT, I wonder what that would mean uh, and how that would go. Uh, Joey Snap saying, Wardlow and Starks should jump. For people say that. Uh, Ricky Stark congratulating Jade Cargo on her WWE deal. People saying Nick Fund is uh, Jay Cargill's longtime manager. Smart Mark Sterling also coming to WWE. As far as I know, no, that is not happening. He's still in uh, AEW. Chris Evans, they'll release her within two months. Chris, quit being negative. You're negative, Nancy. Uh, people showing this here. I uh, want to hear from you guys here. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, this was an interesting one. Uh, Jared Clinton Hobson saying Edge 
and Ziggler. Now, Dolph Ziggler, one of the unfortunate releases from WWE. Edge, as far as we know, is a free agent. Uh, finishing his commitments with WWE, having that big send-off anniversary. They called it more of an anniversary match uh, with Sheamus, and it wasn't clear, and he put it out there that he hadn't signed anywhere. He just hadn't made a decision about what he wants to do. But there's a lot of people in AEW who think there's a distinct possibility with all the connections he has there. His longtime tag team partner, Christian, uh, good friends, people he's trained with, FTR, Chris Jericho. There's a lot of possibility. Even Chris Jericho saying it could be a great possibility for him to come and wrestle there. Obviously, no one ever thought he was going to wrestle again, but when he came back in 2020, that was like the story of the year in wrestling. Um, Here we go. David Johnson. David Jonah Johnson. Why Jay back to WWE for his last payday? Well, he's locked in. He's in his 50s, and he is locked in with AEW for some years and actually holds a high-ranking position with them in talent and kind of consults on other things too. Paul Savage saying Dolph Ziggler uh, should be rehired back to WWE. The next move for WWE is definitely – Hook Taz's son. Hook, I've heard that. That Hook is a guy that WWE would be interested in, but I haven't heard anyone from WWE flat out say that to me. Uh, Want to hear from more of you guys here. MJF. Could you see MJF jump the ranks? MJF is the current reigning AEW world champion. Uh, he has been vocal in the past when he was more of a heel. He's maybe he calls us the, our scumbag. He's still a heelish, but he plays to the fans basically. Uh, but when he was re- winning the title and getting it and running with it and doing different things with it, he was really uh, teasing the idea of leaving AEW with the title, with their title to the competition, and would make allusions to Nick Khan that he wasn't talking about Tony Khan. He was talking about Nick Khan, who's president of WWE. They're not related. Uh, he was doing all these very crafty things. He's one of the the hottest talkers on the microphone and has some of the biggest matches in wrestling right now. And him leaving AEW for WWE would be, would be, re- it would be a real hard blow. MJF was quite the independent darling. He was somebody that WWE would definitely want to sign. He was somebody that was blowing up in MLW before he got to AEW, but he really became a worldwide wrestling star with all the wrestling. Jane Cargill as well. Um, so I got to think, you know, him jumping would be huge. Uh, but still reflecting on this whole Jade Cargill move, this is a blow to AEW. They have some big stars. This is their biggest female wrestling star that they have, uh, that they have currently. Soraya is up there, but Soraya's catching up with not being in the ring for a long, long time. Uh, and even though she's the AEW Women's Champion. Um, they have some big names there and people they could develop. They could get Mercedes Monet. They could get, you know, the former Sasha Banks. She's possible, and we've heard that. But right now, that's where this stands. But, you know, they'll roll with it. They have a deep, deep roster. They have a lot of really, really talented people. Joey Snap saying Billy Gunn and his kids will eventually, the guns. Yeah, I got to catch up with them at StarCast, by the way. Go check that out. It's over on the WrestleBinge YouTube channel. He says Billy Gunn and his kids will eventually go to WWE with Triple H in charge. And will be back by the side. Ah. You know, uh, it's interesting because in that interview where I spoke to the Guns, they said they want to have a match with the Usos. I don't know if you're going to have that match in AEW. If you want to have that match, you got to have it in WWE. Uh, Ken Rauer saying MGF would be buried so fast. You know, everyone's saying, uh, and because you think, oh, you're from the other company, you signed with WWE, then you got to get like, oh, you got to get like punished for basically not being WWE. You have to put over a WWE guy on your way in. I've heard that before. That's always been from diehard fans. And just fans that are just jaded from watching wrestling for a long, long time. I think it's a different case right now. I think it's a really, really different case when you look at what happened with Cody. He walked in, his debut, he left WWE on his own terms, went and made himself a name, came in, 
beat one of their top guys and got to headline WrestleMania next year. Everyone says, oh, he lost at WrestleMania. No, you headlined WrestleMania. That's a title in and of itself. You don't get to win an internet argument just because you want to say the word buried. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, here we go. Other people saying, you know, CM Punk's a guy who's going to jump to WWE. So I've heard that. We're not going to stop talking about that for a long time. Uh, people saying Mox back to WWE to get the Shield back together, says David John. No, he's locked in with AEW for many, many years right now. And he's injured right now. I don't I don't see him leaving. He's, he's locked in. Eddie Kingston just signing a long-term deal with, with AEW. So, you know, they're going to do their part as well to shore up their talents. Uh, love hearing from you guys. If you're on demand, I want to hear from you as well. Who is that next big name to jump? From AEW to WWE or from WWE to AEW. Uh, Want to get into some other news here as well. Uh, this is some interesting stuff that came together in the last uh, couple of weeks. It's certainly gaining more steam as WWE has made some media moves. Now AEW is there in a negotiating window. And we learn recently that Tony Khan wants it. He wants a streaming deal. Uh, a lot of AEW fans I've talked to want this streaming deal. They want to see their AEW live events, not on pay-per-view, but on a streaming service that they pay a fee for, uh, much like uh, WWE does with Peacock. So I understand that, and it seems like uh, AEW gets that as well, uh, and they want to give the fans what they want, and it just doesn't seem like that's the most clear and easy thing to do right away. Uh, Tony Khan, on the media rounds here, he addressed those rumors, a recent interview this week, he was speaking on the AEW Wrestle Dream media call, which was held recently. And he said, we've built a great calendar of events. There's more events we can add. I've never said that I expect to go to pay-per-views every single month, but uh, we've been doing several events. I think that there's room to grow our schedule. So there'll be more, more pay-per-views. I think we can continue adding great events, but I've never said I would put them every single month. Uh, he goes on to say, you know, that he does think that there's an appetite for more events. Warner Brothers Discovery, their major media partner, is really excited about doing more events right now. And these are, excuse me, living on pay-per-view. I do think there's a great potential for all of our events to live on a streaming service. He's saying it. Right now, the top choice for me would be Max. Saying he wants to be on Max. I think it's an amazing platform. Now, he's not telling you that's happening. Uh, but I've heard from Andrew Zaring at the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He put it out there that it's going in that direction and could potentially even do that before the end of the year. As for migrating pay-per-views to Max, Khan confirmed that it would need to come with a new contract. I am very open to putting AEW events on a streaming platform. <laughs> he really wants a streaming deal. I think it would be a great thing. I think we're frankly close enough to end uh, to the end of our media obligations here in our current deal. That sounds like a new deal to me. Sounds like a new deal, WBD. Uh, They're in a good position. Uh, also, Connor's going on the record saying he's been praised by David Zaslov, the president of Warner Brothers Discovery, in front of his father. So it's always good when, when someone says nice things about you in front of your dad. Uh, and, and I heard this. I covered this story uh, last week. We heard about some, uh, some different things on this as well. Uh, that uh, AEW would be a part of the BR sports tier. That is confirmed. That is happening. That is happening with, with Max. And that will be, uh, it'll be potentially no extra charge to Warner Brothers Discovery subscribers currently at about 10, 
That is the flat rate, but you have to pay for an extra tier. So basically you'd be paying like almost $25 a month to get HBO max and like the major of major sporting events that AEW may be added to that tier. That is pure speculation. Now um, they're going to have live things on max. They haven't anything live on there yet. Peacock is ahead of them in that regard, but you know, you're putting your brand in AEW, that logo you see right over there, that logo would be right next to DC Universe, right next to the Sopranos name, right next to these highly, highly watched TV shows, some of the most watched TV shows, Euphoria, uh, all those big comedy specials and stuff like that. Everything that is HBO Max would be right next to the the branding of AEW, and that's certainly a rub in, in and of itself. and gives you some real legitimacy and would be even more legit than they already are. It'd be a great, great thing for wrestling fans. I think it'd be a really, really competitive thing for 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 wwe to say hey now we're another company with a major streaming deal uh especially with uh wwe just signing that most recent tv deal they still have more time left on this peacock deal into 2026 so what do you think do you want to pay for a streaming service or you want to pay for pay-per-view i think more people would want to pay for a streaming service even though it's something you can kind of hop on and off it'd be cheaper for people to get to it'd be a lot more accessible uh, to, for more fans to see it. You see those numbers that WWE keeps talking about with how many people, the most watch WrestleMania, the most watch Royal Rumble, the numbers on this. And it's because it's on Peacock and more people can get it. More people can see it. And it's more accessible to people by financial terms and whatever branding you have and casual viewers. Oh, I'll get Peacock. I know I get some NFL games on it. I get the episodes of The Office. Oh, and I get a WWE pay-per-view every month or a premium live event. Sure. So if uh, AEW gets that same type of addition to other big mainstream brands, they get the rub from it. It's a great thing. Good for wrestling fans. Uh, I, I think this would be some very, very good news all around. Um, I've heard about the um, story that some people are already asking about here. Uh, with Tony Khan addressing the possibility of him buying New Japan. Now, New Japan had a really, really challenging time in the in the pandemic, and uh, and he's kind of like clearing the record, saying that, that that isn't exactly something you should be expecting from me. He debunked that speculation on the on the Wrestle Dream media call. Now, Wrestle Dream is an event that is paying homage to homage to Antonio Inoki, the founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling and one of the biggest Japanese wrestlers, one of the biggest wrestlers of all time. Sean Rassap going on the record saying, I'm, he asked him, I'm a little surprised as to how the speculation picked up, but specifically the transactional nature of it. Because we have such great partnership right now and we're doing such great things with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I was a little surprised to see that. Overall, I've really enjoyed working with New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's been nearly two years and we've been partners now. They did the Forbidden Door events. He said, We've had two great Forbidden Door events, and we've sent a number of top AEW stars over to Japan to wrestle at the Tokyo Dome on Wrestle Kingdom and other big events like Dominion and other on uh, some of their top shows. We've worked together here in the United States. There are people from AEW that have held belts in New Japan. That's true. Uh, they even have one right now. The ROH World Champion uh, is the current New Japan Strong Champion, Eddie Kingston. Uh, he goes on to think, I want to continue that partnership for a very, very long time. And right now we have something very good going on. So I'm a little surprised by all the speculation. I don't know where it came from, but it's probably good timing to have a lot of speculation on the eve of Wrestle Dream. And he just goes into plugging the show that's coming up here as well. Uh, and he said, uh, AEW Wrestle Dream will be the start of a new era. Uh, and he says it is uh, certainly interesting on this. In terms of he wanted to keep things clear uh, 
uh, and he wanted to keep the speculation going, but he debunked the rumor saying, I definitely have no intentions of clarifying that I meant those comments. I want people to order the pay-per-view, but I think the internet kind of ran away with the speculation based of, I don't know what, honestly. I'd love somebody to go back and look who the person to say that was, and we can track back the speculation. Uh, but certainly I don't want to know if that particular aspect of it is very credible. There's dots you can connect in wrestling, and there's very excited things about doing. I've made bold proclamations before. I felt that I've been proven right by them. I think we've come a really long way. We've taken big swings and doing new things. In particular, I think 2023 has been our most adventurous year. And he goes on to pump up the business. But, he, you know, he's teasing new things in AEW. And I think a lot of people thought at Wrestle Dream, where these things are expected to be announced, that it would be that. I expect it to be the streaming deal. I expect him to announce that this, this will be a pay-per-view, by the way, uh, coming up here in a few weeks. Uh, and that you will uh, see a new announcement of, hey, if you're watching on pay-per-view, thank you for sticking with us on pay-per-view and buying AEW All-In and then a week later, AEW All-Out, now this show, that's $150 you know, baseline for some people just to spend on those three shows alone to watch on pay-per-view, um, let alone tickets and other stuff like that. So he's, he's saying, hey, if you're with us, stick with us. And I get that too. You know, They're a challenger brand. That's the way they're going here. Uh, want to hear from you guys. Love hearing from fans in the UK. Love hearing from fans across the United States. Want to hear from where you're watching from or where you watch from or where you're listening from. Go ahead and get us in your podcast and ears. Uh, you can get all of the shows on our podcast that we have from Sports Kita every single week, including Vince Russo reviewing Monday at Raw, bro. He also does Wrestling Outlaws with EC3. And you can check that out. We also have a new episode of Dutch Mantel with Smack Talk. Him covering this week's SmackDown and all of the big releases. My uh, different news videos throughout the week. Big interviews we have coming out with some biggest names in the business. All that good stuff. It's available on your podcast feed. Go ahead and subscribe on Spotify. All right, go and listen on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcast. And if you do do that and you're watching this video, maybe it's a little bit more passive for you to listen and enjoy these. Uh, go ahead and rate it. That really, really helps us out. Shout out Texas. Uh, shout out to people in Tasmania, Australia. Hell yeah, dude. Tasmanian Devils out there. Hopefully you're going to the WWE uh, Elimination Chip pay-per-view over in Perth. You can make the trip over there. It's the closest you're going to get for a while there. Uh, yeah, people, what's going on here? Uh, people said, waiting to see me do stand-up in Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Go ahead and spin your your uh, T-shirts up in the air like Petey Pablo did. Woo, Flair Country. Uh, I got to go out there and do some comedy. I want to go and play in Asheville. Yeah, I do stand-up comedy. I'm going to be doing uh, stand-up comedy tomorrow night at Zany's Rosemont, the show I'm on. Roast Battle Chicago. Going to be making our debut at Zany's Rosemont. That's like a 10-minute drive from the Allstate Arena for WWE does some big shows. All that good stuff. So definitely a uh, shout out to New Jersey. Shout out to all the people that are watching here. Want to hear from you guys. Rhode Island. Love it. Chicago, Illinois. Look at that. Kevin and Kevin here in Chicago. Thank you guys here. Uh, people saying they haven't heard the name PD Pablo in a while. Look it up, dude. Look it up. Shout out to UK. Shout out to all the different people supporting everything we do, especially uh, with these live streams here on, on Facebook. I know Facebook is really, really weird with the notifications. Turn your notifications on for this video. You'll see it uh, with your notifications and turn them on so you know when we go live or when we know we dropped a new video so you can watch it. It really, really helps us out. Shout out Kentucky. Kentucky gentleman, Chucky Taylor there. Panama City, Florida. I love hearing from the people all around there here. Uh, thank you guys so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. 
I don't care what show you're watching. Just turn your brain off. Boo the bad guy. Cheer the good guy. And enjoy wrestling. Bye. The button.